let's get this episode started. <laughs> are we uh, are we good? <laughs> are we good to go? <laughs> oh. Greetings, my excellent friends, and welcome back to the Sandem School of Film podcast. Join us on our most excellent adventure through time as we discuss all genres of film. Why was I? D- mm. I was going into. Well, work is hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just flowed. It flowed out just in that. Yeah. Um, yeah all genres of film. Yeah, also, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yada, yada, join yada. Us, yeah, join us on our most excellent adventure, blah, blah. Um, I love it. My name's Tim. Um, <laughs> Tim's just too excited <laughs> to get into it. <laughs> It's the Sandham School of Film, okay? <laughs> I, I mentioned that, right? Um, with me, as always, in the booth is Jules Al B-Rad. Yeah! How are we? <laughs> I didn't forget. Well, I'll never forget. I'm, I'm happy with B-Rad. Oh, yeah, I'd be happy with B-Rad. <laughs> Can you call me T-Bone? T-Bone. T-Bone and B-Rad. Uh, it's not as cool as B-Rad. Yeah, it'll never be that as cool as B-Rad. That is pretty rad, I must say. Um, well, what are we doing? Yeah. Oh, what a start. What are we doing? I'll tell you what we're doing. We're going back to 1996 mm, yes we are. to watch a pivotal moment in a young Tim's life. <laughs> the a sexual awakening, if you will. <laughs> yes. The sexual awakening of Tim Oldfield in the 1996 action film... You know what? I'm Broken gonna, Arrow. I'm going to give it action. Tick. Yeah. <laughs> 400%. Action, drama. No drama. Poetic piece. No poetic piece. <laughs> Action. One. Yeah. Historical drama, maybe. Mm. I reckon we could just that in there. Period. Period. Period drama. piece. <laughs> Period piece. From 1996. This is what the oh world yeah. What have we descended into <laughs> <laughs> so sharply? <laughs> oh, I'm having a great time. Um, at the San Diego School of Film, we acknowledge and are grateful to our first storytellers, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, the traditional custodians of the land that we are recording on. Let's go, Jules. Let's get back there. Great, great petting fellas. No one knew a thing. Smooth. You sound a lot clearer now. Oh, sorry. Must have been all a charring. Um. All right, we're in 1996. Pretty good. I'm busting to hear what happened in 1996. Um, <laughs> so, so without further ado, adieu, huh? adieu. let's go back and do <gasps> History with Brad History with Brad History with Brad History with Brad So much better without Dan oh, <laughs> oh, Savage I agree. Uh, Last F was, you know, it wasn't great Hush um, Alright, Broken Arrow rated M Appropriately Not like our last film that was inappropriately rated PG <laughs> <laughs> um, 1996, hour 48 or 108 Aspect ratio, Jules one eight three to one. One no. eight five to one. No. Two five three three five to one. Yes. Oh, Numbers. <laughs> um. All right. Um. So <laughs> this was also known in Turkey as, um, Kirik. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know. This is what it was known as. Um. So wow. we have been to ninety six before. So. I haven't done anything because if you want to know what happened in 96, go back to the rock episode, which Tim also chose. 
Oh yeah, this is yeah. your specialty. Wow. This is the year for me. <laughs> hey, I did research. All right, I yeah. actually looked back and went ninety six. I, I love that the 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 book that you're holding there with your notes has a giant ninety six on it. Oh, it does. <laughs> it. Excellent. Yeah, so that that's that was it. I probably could have just gone back and just rewritten that, but you know, let's not go over the past, man. Past is <laughs> past, man. Can't yeah. change it. Nice. Whatever our next film is, I'd like to know what it is in Bulgarian. If that's uh, ah, Bulgarian, again? we'll go back yeah. and hang crap on them again. Yeah, cool, definitely. It's been a, been a while. It's been a while. Um, so yeah, '96. Go back to the Rock. Yeah. yeah. Which team also chose? Which yeah. was funny because in the last episode, it was the last one we did was anyway. Yeah. yeah. Listen to our last episode. Just out of curiosity, what year was Apollo thirteen? Ninety five. Oh, so we're this we're definitely we're in, in my wheelhouse. This is a little moment in time of a young. How team. old were you in ninety six? <clears throat> I was in. I was twelve. Okay, I can see. I can see why this film was exciting too. Yeah, Shit. I don't think I've seen this film since it actually came out. Like I think I, when it turned up on DV on VHS because it would have been back then still mm. available. Yep. I reckon I watched it on that, and I don't think I've seen it since. So. I saw this in the cinema, mm-hmm. and well, let me tell you a tale. So, is this your top well, gun for me? Do, do you want to give us a bit of a rundown for our listeners? Oh, what's what this movie? Yeah, what is Broken Arrow? Right, so we follow two pilots. Right, we follow Vic Deke Deacons <laughs> um, and Riley Hale, who's a captain, and they fly B three bombers. They do training runs in Utah, and one of them <laughs> breathed him. One of them. <laughs> And then this happened, and then this happened. (laughs) (laughs) One of them tries, one of them attempts to steal the nuclear weapons that they're carrying. Chaos ensues. End scene. Wow. (laughs) So that's the general synopsis. Obviously, we'll go into more detail, but. Why would a training run have live nuclear weapons? That was my first question. (laughs) Because. No, no, they, they, they mention it. They mention why. And I, I wrote it down and it's quite the tongue twister. Timmy, you tell, tell us the story about you seeing this at the cinema as well. I find what I've written down here. Sure. So I was a 12-year-old boy. I was um, going on a movie outing with my grandmother and my two cousins. So Chris and Rick and Gran. Oh, my God. And um, we were going we should have got to... Gran on the show. Should have. We, we were going to Century City in Glen Waverley to watch Indian in the Cupboard. Uh, PG-rated film. Um, <laughs> quite delightful. Uh, and we got there and I'm pretty sure it was Chris said, let's go see Broken Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew nothing about it and I can't remember what Rick's response was, but they were like, yeah. And I was nervous because as a younger lad, I was a, I was a sensitive kid. I'm pretty sensitive now still, but like I got scared by a lot of things when I was younger. So action, like... I didn't go into the more action-y movies until like a little, like 12 might seem a bit old, maybe, no, I don't know. No, no. Like I was scared uh, of Jurassic Park when it came out. That's well, a perfect example. It, yeah, That's reasonable. It well, it's a, can be a scary film. It's I mean, I was film. eight maybe yeah. when that came <laughs> like, out. <yeah>. So, <clears throat> um, so you could kind of say we did a rope-a-dope on Gran because we <laughs> basically showed her Indian in the cupboard. <laughs> And then went to Broken Arrow, and despite my nervousness, I was hooked on oh, this movie. Yeah, <laughs> and we got it on VHS, and it got probably the biggest, mo- the most runs in our house. Yes. I reckon I watched wow. this all the time as a kid. Wow, loved it. I didn't realize you were. And such so a fan. I consider this my sexual awakening of action films. <laughs> <laughs> Broken Arrow, because just just your this- awakening is enough. We don't need the. <laughs> <laughs> Where does the sexual part come into <laughs> in this movie? You know? Like, was it um, the shape of the nuke? <laughs> like, um, 
Because it, it just this movie was just cool. It had everything in it. It was action packed. Oh, that's great soundtrack. lines. It had an amazing soundtrack. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming. And it was just it's just it was part of a it was just a whole area of something that I just knew nothing about. Yeah, um, right. And yeah, big fan. So get on board. Let's go. Uh, well, look, I'm going to say I don't really know a lot about you know B three bombers and nuclear weapons, but um. And this movie has pretty much left me where I was. I <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, can't say I'm a you know I'm an engineer or anything um, yeah. that knows how these things work, but um, sure. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, that, let me tell you. Like, so uh, I can't remember. It was Brad? I think you asked why do they have to have live nukes? Uh, according to the movie, they need to test the low-level gamma X-ray diffusions. Yep. That's what they're testing. Exactly. They're testing for low-level gamma well, X-ray look, diffusions. That makes complete sense now. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. I mean. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was going to say, but I didn't want to make you guys feel stupid. Was it so. was it to test that if they could, like, obviously they're going stealth with the bomber, whether or not the nukes would affect that? Yeah, probably whether they show up or not. That's just for the lay person I out mean, there, guys. Definitely for the low level gamma <laughs> X ray diffusions, you know. So. You having the time of your life right now? <laughs> I mean, why not do this? Those 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 stealth bombers, though, they are amazing aircraft. I don't know if you mm. really looked into. Them. Apparently, they can only fly because they are so powerful. So they literally, like other planes, use like aerodynamics to actually stay in the air and they'll glide down. Oh, the yeah. stealth bombers, like the actual design of it, it's like basically a brick. And the only way it can stay in the air is it's got these ridiculously powerful engines that just yeah. push it through the air and keep <laughs> it. It's like throwing a tennis ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly right. Um, well, so they, I mean, at one point they mentioned that they're doing Mach 3. Jesus. Which is something like 3,000 kilometers an it's hour. It's three times the oh. speed of sound. Yeah, That's it's, so it's cool. insane. It's, it's pretty quick. So directed by John Woo. Yeah, all right. The only other movie I've seen of John Woo is Face Off. Like, oh. is this is this you in 1996 at this point? No. No. No, no, no. Oh, Face literally Off's the only, like, current day Tim. Current day Tim has only seen, because I haven't seen Mission Impossible 2. That's the only one I know. Okay. Um, Hard Boiled? No. Okay. So, yeah, Face yeah. Off was 97. Um, but this is also, Al, I don't know if you would... <laughs> you, I think your, your, your recollection is a little different, but this is actually where we... Came up with the John Woo drinking game. Yes, totally. Are you aware of this? Yeah, yeah, yeah tell me. I was, I was even telling someone like about it last night. The John so, Woo drinking game. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> Al, pull me up if I get this wrong. But the the basic premise is that you take a sip for a, any slow motion. Yep. You take a sip for any explosion. Yep. You finish your drink for a slow motion explosion. Yep. Jesus. Oh. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep. Oh, I counted five slow motions in the first opening sequence. Yeah. <laughs> How good is this opening sequence? Oh. <laughs> well, I was watching it um, last night and the person I was watching it with who was sort of just sitting on the couch, she, like we literally got about five minutes into it and she went, well, this movie ain't hanging around. <laughs> and I went, no shit. <laughs> I, I got chills. Like uh, as soon as it, but again, for me, Here he is. it's the soundtrack that does it for me because I've listened to the soundtrack it on its own. Like, it's Hans Zimmer, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I've listened to this a number of times without the movie. Um, but I, you know, just the boxing scene, the slow motion, <laughs> and, and yeah, like the soundtrack. And I'm just like, oh. And again, it's like similar Rocky boxing, like no defense yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. at all. <laughs> take it in the face. <laughs> just take it. Christian Slater should not be flying anything. Place. He shouldn't mm-hmm. even be driving home he after that be. amount. Oh, yeah. Like, he mm-hmm. got absolutely pummeled with mm-hmm. headshots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And that happens later on too. He also seems to be able to wear a crowbar to the back of the shoulder. Oh yeah, like like Fine. it was like a pool noodle. <laughs> <laughs> it probably was a pool noodle. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly right. Um, I've got to give this movie though. It's like the running away and jumping from explosions. Oh. There's so many of them, and they were all good. Like it's John Woo. As I said before, this is a John Woo orgasm. It's great as far as the the explosions and the action goes. It's it's not lacking anything in no. that in that part of it in yeah. that genre. It's one hundred and fifty percent balls to the wall action yeah. from start to finish. See, I feel like this. I'm gonna. Uh, I feel like this was like a a warm up to a face off. I feel like face off nailed the John Wooiness uh, way more than this one. As this far one as action uh, goes, like, I'm not saying this action. was bad. This was just like more subtle. You reckon? No, I think this yeah, was literally. Well, there are no explosions Ow. in the opening sequence. Ow, you got. <laughs> You go okay. We go through everything here. We start with a B three bomber. We go through <laughs> yeah. Hummers. We go through boats. We go through trucks. We go through freaking trains. Where's oh. this boat? Did I fall asleep? Oh, no, no, shit. It's, it's very brief. It's Terry, when- Terry hides under the thing and he jumps oh, on yeah, board and holds his breath for like ten minutes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then and then somehow doesn't get killed by the motor as it drives off. Oh yeah. Neither here nor there. That'd be an we, interesting. We yeah, suspend. Finish. We suspend disbelief. disbelief. Thank you. Um, What's like it called? what's we've the wrestling got term when kafe kafe that's it yeah we maintain kafe yes what's kafe so you know K-fay. it's fake you you know it's fake but you're so invested into it that you're believing it's real so you're just like oh, okay yeah, yeah. and it's how it's how wrestling works like you so know it's all scripted and you know it's all fake but you still get into it because it's what you're there for and i suppose you don't know the result either yeah, yeah. But, but even the re- even the wrestlers have to maintain it out of out of the ring so so that if you're a, a heel or a Turn? Face. A face. Sorry. Uh, you're not he, allowed he'll, to hang he'll's out. He's a bad guy, face is a good guy. Okay. You're not allowed to hang out outside of wrestling. Oh, like right. you've got to maintain I think it's called K Fay. K Fay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. like so that. you're saying in order to watch Broken Arrow, you have to have a level of K Fay <laughs> going on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You've, you've got to suspend <laughs> the disbelief. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. But in saying that, this could happen. <laughs> could. This I mean, could happen, guys. Well, like like the like the John Jules, Cusack. Jules, this could happen. <laughs> it could happen. It could. <laughs> Sorry, the He's jo- like, I don't know what's worse, the fact that it's happened or that there's a term for it. Now, oh, interestingly, yeah, yeah. that's not John Cusack. No, I know, but no, it's no. the exact same it's, role. It's the John other weenie Cusack guy. Plays. It's the weenie guy. Yeah, yeah that guy. Oh, it's the him. it's the nerdy guy. Well, yeah. you know what? See, I I it's funny that we mentioned the Rock earlier, and the Rock was your last choice. Is that? Wasn't my in, last choice, but yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Six, it, the Rock was Frank your Whaley choice. Frank Whaley is that guy's name. Um, Wally. Is that he was in, in The Rock. This guy, Giles was his name, the yep. nerdy guy. He, to me, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, oh, that's, it's like not the same uh, actor, but kind of the same character as Sinclair. Sinclair. From the Rock. I was like, oh, it's the nerdy guy who speaks up and kind of is out of place. You know, like, I was like, I was like, ah. Oh. So the interesting thing is that, and we've probably all looked up looked up stuff, but broke, broken <laughs> no. arrow is actually not the right term for this. Oh, I did. Uh, yeah. So the it's the, not as catchy. Whatever the real term. Oh, is. Really? Empty quiver is the real term. Uh, yeah, yeah. Empty yeah. quiver. Yep. Jeez, empty that quiver like a bad adult. That film. probably makes more sense though. Yeah. So empty Good. quiver refers to the seizure, theft, or loss of a functioning nuclear weapon. Um, wow. So a broken arrow is a little more. I think it was That's a little right. more complicated. Yeah. But basically, it's an incident that doesn't create the threat of a nuclear war. So. Um, accidentally detonating it. Um, I think <laughs> yeah. like there in the was, mine. Yes, there are still butterflies. Right? There's still butterflies. Yeah, yeah, sure, totally. <laughs> um, there's bent spear is another one. So bent spear 
include um, violations or breaches when transporting nuclear weapons. Wow. Um, a faded giant, which sounds sick. A faded sounds like giant. a star. Does like a bit. Yeah, like a yeah. like a like a dying star yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. sounds yeah. like a malfunction nuclear weapon. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that refers to an event involving a military nuclear reactor or other radiological accident. Okay, um, and a sense. dull sword refers to reports of minor incidents involving nuclear weapons, which is basically more of a component thing, like electrical and wow. that sort of stuff, like with the actual. But that, so going off that though, would you go see a movie called Broken Arrow? Or empty quiver. This should have been this should have been called rope a dope. <laughs> because we are rope a doping all through this shit. Oh. We are like these two are rope a doping and it's like a boxing match from start to finish. What's he showing me? Oh he's mm. oh, showing yeah. me this, give me that. Mm, you know? Bit of Bruce Lee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bit of thunder, bit of thunder. <laughs> I found the whole the whole twenty dollar bill thing super cringy. Yeah, oh, like yeah. the like, full oh, staring and longing. And there's a lot it. of cringy in this. But the but oh, there's a lot of cringiness. But then even after like the crash and you know he gets up after the plane the initial plane crash and he puts the twenty dollars under the rock. He's like, "You won this round." I'm just like, <laughs> "Fuck, dude." Nah, but see <laughs> the cringe, the cringe, the cringe, <laughs> the cringe is when John Travolta just before, uh, sorry. Deacons. Deacons. Just before Deacons attacks Hale in the boat, he gives him this he gives him this evil look. <laughs> like just this real pantomime which, look. Which part just before he attacks him in the boat? No, in the plane. Oh, in the, the plane. In the, in the but I, see, I love that bit. Like I was like, that that's a real moment where he give, yeah, he gives him that, that he gives crazy, him the look like the it's psycho on. look. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's on. It's and on. I was like, because the music that's playing at that point, I'm just like, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, this is about to get is full this action. <laughs> Hey, hey, is Brad, this the first don't just like step out and go get something? Is this the first um John Travolta playing a bad guy film? Ah. Oh. Because he's done that a few times after this. And he's I mean, let's face guy. it, he was a bad guy in Greece. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, he was a, he was a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, okay. Is it the first time he's been scripted as a bad guy? Uh, yeah. I reckon I it might know. be. Maybe. Yeah, like a, this was before Swordfish and all that sort of stuff. Mm, yeah, Swordfish was the film I was thinking. Just because Swordfish is way like. Well, technically, he's the bad guy in Face Off. He's probably the bad guy for more of that film than he is the good guy. Mm, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Who knows, right? Yeah, well, exactly right. Well, yeah, um, well, yeah but he's playing like the actor John Travolta spends most of the time as the bad guy in that film. Yes, yeah, I said. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Carry Welcome on. back. It's funny because John Travolta is obviously a massive poster boy for Scientology, and Scientology is really against just a little one. There, yeah, yeah, just like, well, he was. He's not so much these days since they moved to Tom Cruise, but Scientology is really against like them portraying bad guys. Like it's a real, it's a real big issue for the ch- church. Yeah, but didn't he? But <laughs> technically, wasn't his the character? Organization. I feel, yeah. I feel really gross saying this, but wasn't he technically a bad guy in Battlefield Earth as one of the aliens? <laughs> Because yeah. they're farming people. I yeah, yeah, he was. he was. He was the bad guy. Oh yeah. my god, dude! You just chose my next film for me. <laughs> no, <laughs> never, don't you dare! <laughs> Holy god! I will stop this podcast. <laughs> exactly. I will quit this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be doing it on your own. Oh man! In this so in the, in the booth today, it's uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> it's me with Scientology. Uh, history with Brad. History with Brad. Anyway, um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. So the, the whole twenty dollar thing, like putting the. The, the note then I'm just like no it's so cringy it's just it's beyond cringy I'm just like you, you're now taking it too far for me that uh, it bothered I me I think that's whole. fair because yeah. it happens a couple of times like it's not it's not like 
like it's a reoccurring thing. Like the twenty dollar bill is the is the universal symbol in this film for yeah. the chess game that they're playing. Yeah, and it's, I'm like, dude, this is not a game, dude. This is like you're talking nuclear warfare, man. Yeah, like this yeah. is not. But this yeah. is also very much the rock, though. His, his intentions were to never use them. He just wanted the money, and they knew. That no, they I don't know, Eric, because he was pretty. He was gonna. He was gonna detonate on the train. Yeah, he was yeah, totally gonna detonate. Yeah. yeah, great ending too. That I oh, well, let's whole, just hang on. Let's hold off. Let's not get there just yet. Oh, we got a lot to talk about before that. Um, I, I did have a query, right? And this is this is you guys might be able to. Let's say you're a bad guy. Let's say you're Deeks, Deeks, Deacons, Deacons. Yeah. You're let's say you're Deacons, right? And you you got this idea. Oh, I'm gonna steal some nukes, right? And you know you need a team for this. You know you need a team. You're like, all right, how do you approach? How would you approach the conversation with someone and be like, uh, hey, man, look, I've got this idea. I'm going to steal some nukes. Do you want to get on board? Like, How do you even approach that conversation? I feel, I feel some people are very, very good manipulators. Yeah. And they can make people believe that doing the wrong thing is right. Plus, there'd be a uh, lot of disgruntled people in the military, I reckon. Yeah, you probably got that right. So easily pick your target swayed. right, pick your target right, and like do the psych test on them first, and then yeah. basically I suppose manipulate them. You'd into have to believing. open up with money, surely. You'd mm, have to be like, "Hey, well, do you want to make a bank? You know, mm. I got some cheesy looking nukes." Maybe you just look through a list of people who have been passed up for promotion. Oh, again and again and again and again and again, like he had. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a possibility. So, oh, mm-hmm. there you go. Um, there is a great line right at the end, which I, I wrote <laughs> down. Cause, cause which one? Yeah, I know there there was quite a few, but this is the one that I I've just laughed at the most. Where the, there's only the two of them left, and he says to John Travolta or Deacons, "I'm not going to die for you." And then Deacons best says back to him, "Everybody dies. I'm as good a reason as any." I just went, "That's fucking yeah. cool." Yeah. How cool is he? <laughs> That's fucking cool. He's so oh, damn cool. He <laughs> smokes his cigarettes cool with like his fingers all. Nobody smokes cigarettes <laughs> like that. Plus. In front of the colonel, he puts it out with his oh, fingers. With his finger. oh, yeah, like, yeah. hello. Did you outrank me? Yeah. How would you forget that you're smoking a cigarette? It's like walking into the, the briefing room with a bowl of cereal. Because he thinks... <laughs> oh, shit, sorry, I forgot. You know, because I he thinks bowl. he should be where the colonel's sitting. Yeah, yeah I suppose. There's mm. a god complex, I suppose. Yeah. He's, just, he's just not thinking. He's which, just totally which, uh, out for yeah, his own yeah, thing. Christmas yeah. character brings up twice, I think, that yeah. he feels like a god. Yeah. Doesn't he? The god complex. Yeah, he's, mm. he likes the power. Jack Thompson's in this. He is. I forgot about that. Who's Jack Thompson? Like what happened in Utah today was an earthquake. <laughs> that guy. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, Australian. yeah. I got a, I've got a whole album of uh, Jack Thompson reading Banjo Patterson poems. That's cool. Oh, yeah. wow. That's yeah, pretty good. Drove him around. <laughs> no big deal. Sure. Yeah. Um, Whatever. I, I'm officially two degrees from Broken Arrow. Yeah, you are. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> no big Humble deal. Brag. Humble brag. Humble <laughs> brag. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, so Terry, right? Yep. I'm. I was actually quite confused with Terry this yep. time, this viewing. Yep. About whether they wanted to portray her as a badass or a damsel. Yeah, she little... floats in between them. Yeah, she does. She's a bit yeah. there because literally when she first comes across Hale, she pulls a gun on him. Yep. And she's like, "I'll kill you," which is so like, illogical. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're a park ranger. Yeah. And you've just seen a, a military aircraft crash. The first thing you should do, obviously, after making sure the area is safe for yourself, is render first aid. Mm. Yeah, if you just see a pilot eject at 
you know, Mac 2, 3, whatever they're doing, man, you're going to go up to the poor guy and go, geez, dude, are you all right? You don't pull your gun. Yeah. <laughs> it's like shoot first and ask questions later. It's like, oh, yeah. anyway, sorry, sorry. No, no, You're no, saying, no. sorry. Oh, well, she, she, she's kind of like a persistent nuisance, to be honest, because Hale is constantly telling her to go away and go get help. He's like, he's like, yeah, you can't come. You got to go, get away. And she just keeps tagging along, even to the point where he jumps onto one of the Humvees and she jumps after him. And she's like, hi. Like, okay. But he's saying that though, like she got him out of the mine. Like they, he wouldn't have gotten out of the mine if it wasn't for her, because she knew about the river. Ah, uh, that is true. Um, yeah. Okay, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, how do you get into an underwater river that's flowing down, and then end up popping out of a river on the surface of the? Earth, I guess. <laughs> you know, like, how lake. does that work? How do you, yeah? How do they travel down the river underground and then end up on the surface? Because if there's an underwater river that's flowing down, you're gonna keep going down. But if the river is connect, sorry, if the a lake above is connected to the underwater river, then technically all that lake should flow down down as well, which means they can't get up. I think you're overthinking it, Jules. No. Okay. <laughs> it's a, look, it's a fair point because when they found that river, they were two thousand feet or whatever below the surface of the. Yeah, it's like it's like yeah, and there's the like surface. And so how do you Jules, float? I'm going to say you're overthinking I'm, it, but I also think you're right. I. It, it, you're be. right. Like it make you're making sense because Hollywood. I'm I'm making sense in a in a movie that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But so. that lake, we that could that lake like could the mine have been up on a hill, and the lake be further down in a gully somewhere. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. Maybe. Got to, got to apply so maybe at the point somehow. where they intersect the river in the mine is not that far above where the lake actually is further downstream. Although that's a lot of holding your breath. But you that's know. All, <laughs> yeah. No, let's go with that. Let's yeah, go with let's that. Go okay, with that. Yeah, all right, yeah, lock yeah, that in. Yeah, lock yeah, that in, it. everyone. It's locked. All right, I'll just make a note of that on the minutes. <laughs> yep. Add that to... Uh, <laughs> Add that in as <laughs> as plausible. Yes. <laughs> a thousand feet down <laughs> is actually a thousand feet up. <laughs> This movie's great. Um, <laughs> oh goodness! This was the I I was impressed because this is the third <coughs> pairing of Christian Slater and Samantha Mathers. Fern Gully. Like we've already discussed Fern Gully, and they were also in Pump Up the Volume. Oh, in Pump 19- Up the Volume, nineteen ninety. Do you know that she was also? Have you seen Buried with Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, she was the wife. She was his yeah. wife in that. Yeah. Right. I had no idea. Also, Princess Daisy. Yes, yeah. in Mario Brothers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. That's gold. <laughs> was she like she? It seems like she was kind of around for like what four years and then just disappeared. Well, when did this Ryan Reynolds one come out? Oh, uh, two thousand and maybe eight. eight yeah. Oh, okay. About that. Yeah. Right. So don't know. Don't know. Yeah, but she's Krista in Fern Gully. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's like yeah, the yeah, main. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. a main fairy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. How about she's that? Little women. Mm. Um, like there's clearly I don't know were they ever did they ever because they've played love interests in all three of those films they must have dated surely at some point before Winona Ryder came oh they were just you know know, like they just had a really good working relationship I don't know what was the last thing Christian Slater did Mr. Robot did you watch any of Mr. Robot no it was really good check that out yeah first season was pretty good Remy Malek yeah, that's where Romy Malik got big. Got his thing. Yeah. Oh, he was in the Pacific before that. 
Okay. Come on, mate. Is he? The last yeah. thing I remember seeing... Um, you mean you get big off that. Christian Slater in was like one of the Austin Powers films with the... Oh, yeah. That was the year after this film. Oh, there, <laughs> like, oh, that was really? 97. There you go. That's the last thing I remember seeing Christian Slater in. He's right. in one of my... Another film that is up in my rad sort of era... It's a skateboard film called Gleaming the Cube. Yes. He's in Gleaming the Cube. Gleaming the Cube. Well, this is the second <laughs> Christian Slater film we've done because he was in Interview with the Vampire. He was in Interview. Yes, yeah. he was. Uh, yeah. I, was I, got a, I was in a deep, this is sidetracking, sorry, Tim, on uh, yeah, I was in a deep time. YouTube rabbit hole and I was watching Tony Hawk. Uh, you know how they break down skateboard movies was mm-hmm. the one I was watching and Gleaming the Cube is his favourite skateboarding movie. He's in it. Yeah, I know. He does all it. the stunts. Yeah, all the I know. Stunts in yeah, yeah. <laughs> no wonder it was his But favorite. he's like, this is the one that's the most accurate. And Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was. It really seemed like a good skateboard film. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, back right. to anyway, Broken Arrow. Carry on. Yeah. Empty Quiver. That soundtrack, though. Oh, my God. Well, it's the theme for Deacons. Yeah. It's his cool moment. It's so cool. Like, when they're like, when Pritchard, a.k.a. Shawshank. Yep. The um, dean, the, the, the dean, the, not the dean, the warden. The warden. <laughs> That's college. The so when Mr. Dean's college, when Mr. Pritchard's like, maybe the son of a bitch is dead. He's like, what a terrible thing to say. And then boom, 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 <laughs> and he walks out of the canyon with his glasses, oh, and the sm- and the smoke going behind him. I was like, where the fucking smoke come from? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, flare maybe. I don't know. And then, so, sorry, what's that, Mr. Wu? Mr. Wu said, add more smoke. Okay, <laughs> more smoke. <laughs> and then yeah, he comes over to the back of the Humvee, grabs a coke, and yeah. he's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This guy's does he so turn cool. to does he turn to the camera and say something though? Uh, it seems like he's I turned to the camera and gone. Drink cool. fresh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every like, time I steal my nukes, I have an icy cold coke. <laughs> <laughs> Small, refreshing. Oh. Um, <laughs> those bloody nukes though, like I swear to God, they're made out of like old dismantled spotlights every time I look at it right we got these big follow spots at work and I'm like it just looks like a dismantled follow spot like I'm just like these these big spotlights exactly the same frame I'm just like I'm like I wonder if that's what they made them out of but they look super cheesy do they? Do you reckon a nuclear... uh, Nuclear. (laughs) Nuclear. Do you reckon a nuclear warhead would have a four-digit pin code or do you reckon it would be substantially longer? Well, see... Got Surely it's got to have like two keys that have to turn at the same time yeah, and like six buttons. I'm and thinking like toggle ten switches digits. Well, well yeah, if we go back to our missing strange love episode, yeah. um, the the codes for the bombs in that were way longer than there was like processes and everything that yeah. had to yeah. go through and that was in the 60s. Because it's like, he's like, oh, you know, if you enter the wrong code three times, it deactivates the bomb. And it's like, what if you, if it's only a four you got to call a bank and you got to say, oh, I forgot my password. Can you send me another card? Like, what's your maiden yeah, name? Yeah. <laughs> what's your mother's maiden name? What was your first pet? <laughs> Security <laughs> question. <laughs> but no, no, no. But like, if you've got a four digit pin code on a, on a nuke, those odds are pretty high that you might accidentally <laughs> put the right code hey, no, in. it's a four digit. Because he they, they kept they doing the just four-digit ones. Yeah. Well, I feel it. like the code that he says at the, the end. The code that he does in the in the mine is more than four digits. I reckon. Nah, because nah. when he's when he's definitely putting in the wrong <laughs> code, he's only punching four digits. Yeah, but that could be. That's just because it's the wrong code. Oh, uh, maybe that's doesn't point. Oh. Good point. Good point. Jeez, I kind of want to go back. The way to make it wrong is to not do the same amount of digits. Mm. Oh. Maybe. I don't know. Like I didn't pay that close enough. Maybe that's the, the instruction in next to the if you see butterflies after. Well, because you're not. Don't put the same amount of digits into the code. The annoying thing, and look, you know, sure, there's going to be some flaws and I'll point out some minor ones, I guess. The <laughs> the fact that they've got a, a nuke that's counting down in the mine. Going beep, 
beep. It's beeping away. Beep. Oh, yeah. Um, whereas at the, in the train, he basically just pressed the cancel button to turn it off. And he didn't do Hang that. Hang on, he doesn't just press the cancel button. He dives out the train. <laughs> and I love that he's in a barrel roll. I'm talking more about the specifics of the control <laughs> as, a, to- as opposed to the manoeuvre he was in when he <laughs> yeah. pressed the button. But, like, I feel that he could have just been like, oh, we accidentally activated this nuke. Cancel? Yeah. Okay. Okay, problem solved. Back in the truck. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Uh, do you reckon the water table, uh, like, the water table would have... This under this underwater river is really bothering me. Bothering like it would, there would be all kinds. That's of why they had to shut down the mine because they struck it. Yeah, but I mean, if that's if that's, I mean, that could be a really you know important part of the ecosystem for the area. And rivers usually are, yeah. Uh, water and all of a sudden you've just detonated a nuke right next to this. What could be a very important part of the water table? Must say though, could be contaminated for, for the next ten thousand. For 000. a nuclear explosion, it wasn't very big, unless it was a very small. Yeah, because I was thinking, I'm weapon. like, a thousand feet down's not that much. What's a thousand feet? That's what, 300 meters? 2,000 feet. Is, yeah. did they, is that what they said? 2,000 feet? I think feet? so. Mm-hmm. Roughly, like. I yeah. thought it was a thousand. I thought they said a thousand. Doesn't matter. Doesn't but still, yeah. the crater that it leaves in the ground, it's not very big. Yeah. Mm. I suppose that's a lot of earth to move. Seeing the footage of even like the, you know, the last nuclear explosions that, that they did back in, when was it, 95, 96 or whatever, when yeah. the French were doing them out in the Pacific. Seeing the video footage of that, like. Oh, yeah. That, that dude made a. Like you know, it, and they, they, they did that like kilometers down, and yeah, even the water that came out of it then was was it was pretty big. Well, technically, that probably is more likely because you can't compress water when you, you know, when the pressure is expanding, like the water has to go up mm-hmm. because maybe the earth is more compressible than water. So when you displace water, it has to go somewhere. Whereas when you are expanding, where you can compress water, you, you can't compress water. You can. It turns to steam. Under heat. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> we'll move on. Yeah, I think the explosion could have been bigger for for considering should the have been explosion. Big. Should or have been big. it was very very small tactical sort of yeah. nuclear style weapon. Con- considering is- what they were talking about when they were in the briefing room, and he was talking about how many people were going to die from it, and uh, there was they were talking about how big the explosion was going to be, and I'm like, oh yeah, I kind of feel like it could have been bigger. Given Let's see, nuclear bombs don't bomb. hit the ground though; they explode before they hit the ground. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. I can't. I haven't detonated because that was the that was the two do. differences between the Nagasaki and the, and the Hiroshima bomb. Was the Nagasaki bomb hit the ground and didn't cause the same effect, and they exploded the the Hiroshima bomb about a hundred <laughs> meters off the ground. Yeah, and the devastation was enormous. Huge. Yeah, right. That's wow. why we sort of like they don't really talk about the Nagasaki one because it didn't do the damage that they expected. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, interesting. Horrific. Horrible, absolutely. Yeah, miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and look, for a movie that was full of awesome explosions, the nuclear detonation was the least exciting. Yeah, I have to admit, I was a bit disappointed. It, was kind of like, um, it just went... <laughs> yeah. But I suppose that it was, they were trying to show that it, that it was contained. Yeah, and they but, did that. Well, that's what the butterflies were for. Yeah, oh, look, I definitely. hate to keep going back to it, but that's what the butterflies. Butterflies. It says in the manual that if you see butterflies after a detonation, yeah, it's, it's you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Right after, don't enter the same amount of pin numbers. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. I was actually disappointed with the 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 actual aircraft crashes. I thought they were just super shit looking, like especially the when the nest 
team arrives oh, there. Yeah. And the way the helicopter crashed, but even the way the, the B3 bomber kind of hit the ground, I'm like, this thing is doing Mach 3, and it kind of just comes in doing 60 kilometres an hour and kind of cheesily breaks apart. With some oh, what's, with their, what, what's with their suits? They look like Thunderbirds too, those guys. <laughs> they look ridiculous. Well, yeah, but they, they're supposed to be the, what is it, the oh, nuclear yeah, yeah. emergency something something team. team. Yeah. Some yes. Super Service. team. Super team. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that was all it, model work, that plane. It looked like plane. a Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, there. But it just and, didn't and it look like good. it was model work. Yeah, it, it was like, really 30, looked like model. 30 feet wide or something. And, that's yeah. pretty big. All fiberglass and steel. Yeah. And that's it. And a stealth bomber doing that speed hitting a mountain, it probably would have ended up coming out the other side of the mountain. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like, that thing, the, you know, there would have been the biggest piece of it would have been, like, you know, a, the size of a fist. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it would have obliterated it, you know, like, so. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, we were speaking before about uh, how cool John Travolta is. I wanna, <laughs> Nobody's I wanna, ever said that before. I want to pinpoint... Ah, oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> you guys are going to help me move. I want to pinpoint a, uh, a specific, much more subtle, cool movement when Christian Slater has the... He takes the gun off Terry, off Samantha, and, uh, Samantha Mathis, and gives it back to her. He like flips it round and then down. He doesn't just like spin it. He like spins it back and then down. So the handle's like facing. I'm like, ah, that was cool, right? Yeah. Like, whoa, that was. I feel like that'd be a move we were all practicing in. The- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it shows like this is what I can do with a gun. Exactly. And B, I'm giving it. Back and I'm to giving you. it back to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And th- I reckon that would have been that's really good. Like that's a, I reckon that's a John Woo thing though. He's yeah. very big on those sort of things. Like, and you notice those little things that he does, where someone would have just sort of they wouldn't have even had that scene in it, but he would have said, "No, nah, I need you to do this and this," yeah. and then give it back to her as if she can just grab it and use it. Yeah, yeah. And it would have been his direction that would have done it. I reckon because that that's the little things that make him yeah. his movies would good. have been like, "All right, strike this, go away and work on it for an hour, and yeah, yeah, come yeah, back yeah, and we'll yeah. do it again." Mm-hmm. Where, where if, is sorry, sorry, keep going. I was going to say because in all his like in his like um, Mandarin speaking films. Um, the like the hand to hand combat stuff that he does in in all these Hong Kong films, uh, it's pretty spectacular, it's spectacular. and it's it's choreographed like it's just perfectly, and it's usually quite technical, um, even for like you know martial arts films, and and it's 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 very very heavily scripted technical. It's not easy for the actors to do it. It yeah, seems right. like they have to go away and do some serious amount of work. It's funny, I don't feel the like I haven't seen many of them, but those those Hong Kong films don't seem as cheesy for some reason mm. I don't know like you know like in his English language stuff this is definitely a John Woo film it's slow motion it's explosions it's slow motion explosions like yeah. drink. pigeons drink you know it's like should be we should add that to him it should be finish your drink for pigeons like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he loves a pigeon doesn't he yeah yeah but I don't know that's not that uh, I think maybe with the, the Hollywood stuff he doesn't have the same rain or that he does with um, yeah. with his Hong Kong films. Maybe. Maybe they just throw a budget at him. They're like, "Oh, you want to do a Hollywood film? Here's a massive." Well, it's budget. like he probably has a lot to do with the scripts in his in his Hong Kong yeah, films. Where and uh, with this one, it's like, "Here's a script we want you to do," and he'll just yeah. look at it and then try and put his spin on it. Yeah. Whereas he's probably a little bit more involved. So you're telling me he didn't write? I could suck a peach for hours. Oh, <laughs> oh God, <laughs> so gross. Where, where is this set? Are they in Utah? They're in Utah. They're? Yeah. They're in Utah. Utah. Give me two. Um. Why would a park ranger... I know I ask a lot of questions that I know you guys aren't going to be able to answer. We'll answer them the best we can. But why would a park ranger in desert Utah 
have to go out. I understand her having her service revolver with, you know, her six rounds, but why would she need a full reload as well? What kind of... Because she lives in America. Rangering, <laughs> oh, she lives in America. Why is she going to need that much ammunition? Put animals Cause, down? Because she's yeah. got to shoot bears. Yeah, but... she thinks know, she'd have a rifle, bear, though. The bears even live yeah. yeah, I would have thought it'd be a rifle. As opposed there to might a, be a rifle in a car. mag revolver. Probably what happened to her car? <laughs> Didn't her car get blown up? So she, if she had spare stuff in the car, it's gone. Yeah. Uh, she yeah, probably had the rifle across the back seat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's would have been a, cooler if she had it like, across my... the back, like yeah. as she's walking through. Oh, yeah. She probably has an I hunt, I vote sticker on there, too. Oh, no. Praise Lord, pass the ammunition. And I'm sure if you're a park ranger in Utah, I'm sure that you've seen some shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you've seen some shit that uh, you just like. It'd be one of those things, like in Close Encounters, <laughs> they're talking to the pilots at the start. Yeah, yeah. What'd you see? Do you really want to report this? Yeah, uh, nope. No. <laughs> oh, speaking of seeing some shit, that bloody old dude who's got an illegal fire to keep his missus warm. Like, oh, yeah. like, dude, you're not allowed to fire. Like, it's illegal to have a fire. Yeah. Shit. I get it. Your wife's sick. Go home. Go home. <laughs> Why are you still camping? Jump in the car. Chuck the heater on. Yeah. Go home. Don't light an illegal fire. Yeah. I, you didn't bad. deserve to die? Granted. <laughs> yeah, the fine is pretty steep. <laughs> but that's shabby. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know it's illegal. So, but my, Trying to keep it warm. Well, that's why you would light a fire. Put more clothes on yeah. then. Put a blanket on. Go know? home. Go home. <laughs> the thing is, they're not even really near the fire. The, the tent's like a solid... <laughs> it's like a solid five or six meters Yeah, you're getting no radiant heat off that fire You're yeah, not experiencing any comfort from that fire. Ridiculous. So he's following the instructions oh. of how far you should pitch a tent from a fire. No, so that's yeah. good. That's at least one yeah, thing. That's realistically right the because the know? fire is not doing anything probably for his wife. He's just lighting fires. Yeah, because he's probably like a yeah, he's a firebug. Yeah, we just broke this. He may have lit lots of fires, killed lots of innocent people, therefore deserve to die. <laughs> we <We've got laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe. I was shocked oh. and horrified at the poorly constructed crates. On the train <laughs> carriage, I was like, <laughs> like every crate just collapsed under someone's weight, and I was hoping that I didn't see. You were livid. I was. Li- <laughs> you were livid, and I was sitting there going, "I bet you they're not so great, so great." <laughs> <laughs> so great, so great. Oh, dude. Oh. <laughs> That's so right. we we should Thank talk you very much. We should talk so. about that final scene, like. Okay, let's just say, for starters, we've now got nukes on a train. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, hell yeah, we do. <laughs> um, I just love, like, I just think we bracketed this film with boxing and I just think that's great. <laughs> that's, the that's first one was writing. just training and then at, at the last it's the real deal. Bare fist, <laughs> show me what you got. How good was that, Brad? Yeah. <laughs> Was spectacular. You're wearing your Rocky T-shirt. Yeah. I'm looking at you. It, it was spectacular, I must say. Yeah, I thought the the fight in the train was very good. I also, as I said, I like the fact that Christian Slater can take a crowbar in the back of the shoulder oh, and just yeah. turn around as if nothing's happened. He's a much tougher man than me. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I drop it you know, from a very small height. Drop a crowbar on my toe when I cry. You, uh, <laughs> I'll fall on a BMX and break three ribs. Yeah, and stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, we didn't cry then. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, until the next day. Um, <laughs> It was a good scene. And mm. the final scene where he cops it with the nuke was like, I saw it coming and I was like, this is just going to be oh. great. It was so good. And then more explosions. I oh. mean, look, it made absolutely no sense that he could get up while the carriage is... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mm. there's hitting a, carriages in front. Like, mm-hmm. there's a whole... 
There's no physics there, but that's a, yeah. Physics took a backseat in this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. no, yeah. But oh, so oh. good, mm. guys. Let's just let's just see let's just <laughs> bask Look, in the glory. Uh, like. the, all the explosions were pretty good, as I said. Other than the actual nuclear explosion, all the rest of the explosions, I was like watching it going cool explosion, mm. and usually pretty much every explosion had someone running away and diving onto a mattress, you know, <laughs> off, oh, yeah. just off the camera sort of thing. Yeah, this is cool. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all in for this. I love it. What is it the they did when the guy? I can't remember his name. He's the really butch commando dude that's kind of hanging around with Deacons the whole oh, time. Oh yeah, he's the guy that said that thing. I'm not going to die for you. That guy, the big, the taller guy. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that guy. guy. Yeah. So yeah. I love when he gets when he finally gets knocked off the train. He does like the big Wilhelm scream. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, that Nutrigrain ad scream, whatever it's called. Yeah, the Wilhelm scream. Wilhelm scream. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. The Wilhelm There's, scream? Yeah, apparently yeah, that's what it's yeah. called. It's a thing. You know the Wilhelm scream. I know the scream you're talking about, but yeah. why is it called that? Why is it called that? Uh, it was named after the guy who, the sound designer who made it, I think. Okay. I think yeah, that's right. what it is, but it's like... Yeah, it's like it's it's, it's yeah. a used thing. It's in everything. It's in yeah. all the Star Wars, it's in all the indies. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's this funny moment where that, that guy, where uh, Deacons is like, where is such and such? And they're like, oh, I don't know. And like, we'll find him, right? This is on the train. And that guy in the background, I was watching him and he kind of just does this awkward little like look over the edge of the train like he's going to find <laughs> someone there. Oh, there he <laughs> is. Like, there he is. I'm like, what are you boss? doing, man? Like, it looks so awkward when you when you actually like, when, it, when you're looking oh. and you focus on that guy, you're like, what are you looking for over the edge of the train there, buddy? Like, you're that, not going to uh, find anybody there. That reminds me, some... Excellent, excellent stuntman work in this film too. Mm. Especially the Christian Slater bit where he's under the train. I was watching that. That was some oh, really good yeah. stuntman. That was some great stuntman work. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. really, really good. There's some, there's, and a lot of other bits and pieces too. There was some really good stuntman stuff in here. They, earned, that, they earned their money on this film. Yeah, it was like him jumping into the back of the Hummer just before the other one hits mm-hmm. and stuff, and well, even just jumping onto the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because when the credits rolled, it's I don't often do this for many movies but when the because the stunt team came up like all the people that was stunts, it massive oh look it was big it wasn't I wouldn't say it was ridiculous um, but it was pretty big but I actually was like kudos to those guys like it's it's so rare that I'll mm. actually like you know really focus on that and I probably should more often you know like pay the respects to these guys putting their lives on the line but but I was actually like no no these guys did a good job and that scene that you're talking about like that's stressed the me under out. the train scene was the one that was I thought was yeah. the best one of the lot for, from a stuntman wise I thought that was pretty good yeah because I, I don't know if he was strapped in or not but I'm like if you let go that train wheel is going to cut you in half like mm-hmm. you are dead like you are not going to get out of that. So I was actually, I found that that scene stressful in a in a great way. Like mm. I really enjoyed it. But I was like, yeah, it's a very good point, isn't it? Like because yeah. he's there. Yeah, the wheel's right there. Although I do have to point out a bit of an illogical kind of point. Like he's dragging along the ballast, right? When the, they're, they're the rocks, no, yeah. yeah. But the rocks on the for those who don't know the rocks underneath train rails are referred to as ballast right they are actually quite chunky rocks and if you were getting dragged along those rocks it would probably rip your spine out <laughs> uh, the rocks that he was dragging on were quite small and fine but not to take away from the stunt uh, it was very good but, yeah. if it was real ballast yeah you'd have a much harder time Staying in one piece, I think. <laughs> You're uh, going to have a bad time. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I misspoke. The Wilhelm scream was named after Private Wilhelm, 
mm-hmm. from the movie The Charge of Feather River, The Charge at Feather River from 1963, which was the first sort of recognized time okay. that it was used. He gets shot in the leg with an arrow. Okay. Yeah. He's I like, Whoa! And I wonder why they keep using it. Like, so many movies use it. And I, every time I hear it, I'm kind of like, eh, that's Well, I think cheap. now it's more of a, hey, can we put this in? Like, oh, it's right. not, like, it was a stock sound effect. Yeah. But now it's like, hey, let's get the Wilhelm scream in there. Yeah, right. Mm. Does it, like, do they have to pay for it and some family know. family gets some money? That'd be awesome. Because, yeah, it was the Nutri-Grain ad. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> no, 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 it's a different one. No, no. Oh, so that's one I'm thinking of. The, one the scream, th- it's not the Wilhelm scream. The Wilhelm scream's like, whoa! Oh, I see. Like it's shorter, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, the, I know the I one you're talking about. The, 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 the neutral grain Yeah, the one off the train bridge is the neutral grain one. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. It's the same one. So. <laughs> anyway. We'll just call it the neutral grain screen. Dude, I, I have to admit, I found right at the end when obviously the train's blown up, all the bad guys are dead, and um, Hale gets up, and then... Terry. Terry is like, turn around. And then she starts walking at him. And I was like, I'm like, I, f- I fucking hope they don't kiss right now. It'll just, <laughs> it'll just kill me if they do. Because so, I couldn't remember. It's been a number of years since I've seen this. And I'm like, I'm like, there has been no like love story in this movie at all. There's been no emotional. Uh, it's ladder. literally like love through shock. Yeah. And I'm like, if she walks up to me and makes out, I'm going to be so disappointed right now. It's like now. speed. Oh yeah. yeah, it's just like. But they acknowledge it. They, she does. She points it out. She's like, oh, you know that relationships form from intense situations, situations or yeah. something. Never last. Speed. Like, yeah, heard that. Speed. <laughs> yeah. So it's um. I was just like, I found that scene super cringy. Mm-hmm. Super cringy. Yeah. I was just like, oh. I was like, oh. Maybe it was. Maybe yeah. It was just. It felt very like they were trying. Had to be something to, you had to do in 96. this era of film. Like, yeah. Oh, and he needs to get the girl as well. Yeah. I actually think she's a really terrible actress, to be honest. Oh, yeah. I know that's probably really harsh, but I just don't think she was. She, she did, I as soon as words started coming out of her mouth, I was like, Ooh. I can't say I, I rate Christian Slater as the world's greatest actor. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's a valid point. I like Christian Slater. I like him though, but I can't say he's the world's greatest actor. Watching and stuff. I could pump up the va- pump, pump up the volume was great. Pump up the volume is great. Yeah. Uh, I've had a blank <laughs> on other stuff I've enjoyed. I mean, Heather's. 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 Oh fuck, stunning. Heather's. Jesus. I tell you what, Brad. If you weren't okay, so you don't rate Christian Slater so much. Let's say you were going to rewrite this movie in its exact form with a different actor mm. in Christian Slater's place. Oh. Who would you put? And don't say, don't just say Travolta, even though it would be amazing. But who would you put? We need to ask uh, Matt Combs. This is his jam. Yeah, oh, right. The recast yeah, thing. Recast the past. Recast nice. the past. Yeah. Um. Two T's, two M's, just in case. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I have to think about that. Don't know. Yeah, no, I can't no, think. <laughs> Nicholas Cage from '96. <laughs> yeah, you got to so think '96. I tell you what else he's good. Emilio in. Estevez. Oh no, Emilio! <laughs> That'd be all right. I'd do that. Uh, he was also in True Romance. He was. Oh, he's oh, yes. Really good in True Romance. Yes. Um, all right, I take that back. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, he's good. He's all right. I've got, I've got I have no issues with him. I like watching him, but I just don't think he's the world's greatest actor. I love uh, uh, Wilkins, um, who was the Gone 60 Seconds oh, yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. I love him in stuff. I think he's great. He's what? stoic. His voice. Yeah. It's something to do with his voice. He's got a be. good voice. Yeah. Except when he decided just to break orders, just at a whim. Oh, easy, because <laughs> I'm about to break him. It's like, eh, that's Sit court martial type that material. Was isn't it? That's so cheesy. 
And I'm like, and you know what? As soon as he did it, I was like, he's like, he's like, all right, let's go do it. And I'm like, you're gonna die. Mm. You're gonna die. Like uh, I was like, there's something about this. I maybe I remembered it subconsciously or whatever. But I'm just like, I feel like you're gonna die because this, this is a stupid decision that's gonna cost you your life. And it did. It did. Yeah. <sighs> if only he'd heard you. But I suppose, it, yeah, I suppose in him doing that got um, Hale there, which ultimately saved the day. But why would they take Hale? Why would they? The, why the would they not take? Good. Why would they not take like an elite <laughs> commando squad or something? Why would you take the pilot who's already been battered and bruised and probably isn't the best guy to go and storm a train? Like, why not take a bunch of fresh dudes with lots of machine guns? Why would you take the guy who should already be in hospital? Mm, yeah, well, you don't take because they were on soldier. a time limit. They only had two hours or something. Surely, no, there was no one. They're in the middle soldiers? of the desert. They're in the middle of nowhere. Until I got to Denver. Yeah, yeah I suppose. It's like uh, it's it's the same kind of thing at the end of uh, Die Hard Three, when they go you know, Die Hard with Avengers, right? And it's like why why is Samuel L. Jackson and and Bruce Willis on the helicopter? Well, they were like, on their way out, weren't they? They were already in the helicopter. We t- we, we should just go back and listen. Yeah, to just episode. yeah, you should listen. Dude, yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I, I just feel like there are better soldiers that could have. Yeah, there. but they were too far away. Yeah, I suppose. And ultimately, he did save the day, so I guess I should shut up. Because it's the equivalent of this happening at, like, you know, Uluru. That's true. That's a very good point. Yeah. Or the rest of Australia, which is... <laughs> yeah, 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 Equally yeah. as massive and yeah, yeah, Strangely yeah. enough, though, that there's probably quite, like, probably within 20 minutes, you could probably have a thousand military people at Uluru. Just purely because of the oh, military wrong. stations that are based around those areas. That's yeah, Pine Creek. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, exactly right. right, which is just up the road. So. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, look, uh, to be honest, yeah. I didn't have the best time with this oh, film. Well. I struggled. I I think I nodded off. Other a than the explosions, of times. I actually had to watch the, the end of it this morning because I was falling asleep on the couch. Yeah. Yeah. That has and look, maybe that was because things, I watched Sicario beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you really? Uh, no, did oh, when will you dude. people learn? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, what podcast movie coming up? Better uh, put on Sicario. Yeah. <laughs> That'll get me in the mood. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. It just, like, as a rewatch, it didn't sit with me as well as sound. Like, I can rewatch the ridiculousness of Face Off again and again. So, so what's, what's the what difference? I don't know. No, so that's what I was going to say. So, this movie was literally just action. Whereas they backed off the action and gave us quality action in Face Off with a much much better storyline. Yeah, like they used they worked on the storyline more. We just got a we got a brief overview of what was happening with this movie and what the whole point of the movie was, and then it was just explosions and jumping and punching and and everything else afterwards to get to an end game. Face Off, there's a there's an actual story that goes through it with the explosions and the fighting and everything. Yeah, because there's not like real. Big storyline in this, is there? There's like no, it's a very simple storyline. Guy tries to steal some shit for some money, doesn't succeed. Yeah, it's no karate kid on BMXs, but (laughs) (laughs) I mean, well, obviously, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, it was just action, and it was great. Like it was good for that. Like it was pretty good action. But Face Off has got a really good story that goes with it. Like so, Mm. it's pretty interesting. And you're also sitting there at the moment going, fuck, who's who, what's what, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And yeah, there's a little bit of nervousness that goes with Face Off as well, whereas this was just explosions and getting to the end that we all knew we were going to get to. Mm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Wow. How about that? (laughs) 
Not face off, broken arrow. <laughs> Empty oh, quiver. Empty quiver. Empty, Empty quiver. quiver. Yeah. Right How did it hold up? Did it clearly held up for you this time, Timmy. Oh, look, it, it it wasn't as good as what I remember, for sure. Yeah. It's definitely lost something, but... It's Maybe a pretty epic origin story, though. Like, yeah. It's a strong story to maintain. Yeah. Um, I still really enjoyed it, though. Mm. Yeah. And I've seen this film a lot, though. Mm-hmm. So, so it always has a soft spot. Yeah, it? oh yeah, there's nostalgia. It's nostalgia packed for me, big yeah. time. Well, we are kicking on in time. We are absolutely kicking on in time. I am curious oh to know how it will share particular universe. The BTEU. The BTEU. We should find out in every film has a shared universe. <laughs> that still makes me giggle. I can't help all right, am I the only one that did the homework again? No, no, I got... I, I, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to say yes. Um, Go on, I kind of had the idea that maybe, uh, you know, like... I, was, I didn't come out with anything solid, but I was definitely thinking military school. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe Ted grew up to be a disgruntled pilot after he got sent to military school and tried to steal some nukes. <laughs> but I was a bit like, no, nah, it's a bit loose. Uh, it could also be... It doesn't the, really fit in the Bill no, and Ted ethos, no. I suppose. Uh, it, you know, whilst uh, maybe in Bill and Ted's uh, bogus journey, whilst uh, they're dead in the desert, uh, you know, a couple hundred clicks down the road, yep. there's someone trying to steal some nukes. Yeah, uh, that was mine. Yeah. Like, so it's the same desert. Easy. Same desert. Same yeah, desert. Yeah. <laughs> same desert. <laughs> yeah. so, if you actually watch Bill and Ted's bogus journey, if you look in the background, you can see the smoke coming up. Yeah, um, yeah, that's it. From the mine. I mean, it's irrefutable. That's B3. Just the only on. thing I had uh, was that the music in this film was so damn good. Oh, yeah. It had to have been written by Wild Stallions <laughs> and thus helped them in their mission subconsciously. Oh, I like that. Diffuse the nukes. Yep. But also, it's the same desert. Yeah. In the same <laughs> desert. In the same desert, yeah. And, and death was already there picking up all the souls from all the guys. Oh! oh, oh well you played. mean Peter Pan? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Golly. Amazing. Um, look, I've got... Uh, so, mm. our last episode, uh, we had special guest Fuzzy Dan in and heard that we were doing this episode next and he sent me a message in the week uh, to... that I'll, Look, I'll have to post... For um, you know, for reasons that I'm about to explain, so I'm just trying to find it. Uh, he said, How, "You have to mention that Tim is wearing the same earrings as Terry in Broken Arrow, and he's included photos, and it's spectacular." Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Show me. I love. Do you this. have a photo? <laughs> well, you're gonna have to get a photo. I love this thought Facebook, that it's Timmy. that it's <laughs> <laughs> Broken Arrow is so ingrained. In <laughs> You have this picture lined up. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh he just got his pictures hanging about on his oh phone. Oh my goodness! Nah, they're totally different. But oh, they're close, close <laughs> enough. Hang on, I'm just gonna. Well, we'll let the audience. These almost the... look like little. Oh, jeez, they're pretty close. We'll let the audience be the judge, Tim. Yeah, yeah, go. Yep. We'll get a photo uh, of you up. Good what? spotting. Very keen eyes there, Fuzzy the Dan. Photo <laughs> <laughs> How do you even find that? Dan's got a very keen eye. Yeah. When I watch movies, I yeah. often check out people's Dan, Dan is way more professional things. than us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Which is not us. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I'll share oh, that. Amazing. Does that mean that, like, I, w- I wonder if... Are you calling someone? <laughs> oh, is, that that fa- is that that Facebook Messenger calling? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I always hit that. Sorry. Really? They're going to ring back. Oh, no, that's right. 
Um, um, yeah, that kind of means that a all during our Dick Tracy episode, he was like, "Tim's earrings look like Terry's from <laughs> without knowing that we were doing broken." Yeah, oh, yeah, jeez, yeah. <laughs> yeah, keen eye. Well very done, very keen eye. It's just a very astute. And look, based yeah. on based on the fact he hasn't really mentioned anything about the film, I'm just going to assume it's 100 percent for him. So, which is <laughs> we're cool with that. So, Absolutely. moving on. That is the general assumption. Yeah. Yeah. Is it time to do ratings? Yep. Let's do it. I'm 100. Bill and Ted next. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Not only 100. Yeah. Only 100. Yep. Probably that. would have been more as a kid for sure. Sure. For sure. But I'm gonna. I'll watch this. If you put both up, I'm like on VHS. I'm going home. I can't make that decision. Yeah. That was. Yeah. I'm not quite that high, but I'm 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 gonna break my trend of low scores, and I'd probably give this maybe a 73. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, quite like it. I'm proud of you, Jules. <laughs> no worries, mate. Oh, Brad is just looking so despondent oh. over there. I'm just scared. Why did I? This is I I gotta remember that I shouldn't be bringing parts of my soul into this room. <laughs> just wait till I choose Battlefield Earth, yeah. mate. Well, you <laughs> Look, I'm uh, I'm a bit lower. Mm. I'm gonna sit around the 30, maybe right. 32. I just like. I enjoyed it, but Bill and Ted is way better. There are other John Woo films, other John Travolta films that I think I would prefer to watch now. He gave Munchausen more than this. I gave oh, he gave bloody Munchausen. Munchausen. Yeah, I, I told you I went back to Munchausen. I loved it. Oh, I felt God. like maybe it was just the mood I was in, but this dragged more. Sicario, I'll do that to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, Jeez, you're lucky this system's flawless. Go on, thirty-two. Oh, yeah. Thirty-two. 32. Be red. Oh, jeez. 40. Oh. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, cool, cool. Right. Well. Oh. Who's next? What's next? Oh, my God. I'm excited. Got a, i got a listener here. I've got a listener request. Not Shall here. We... They're not in the... the further we can push back Jules, the better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, now that i got Battlefield Earth on my uh, mm. palette, I'm like, no, no. Sorry, sorry, Tim. You didn't mean to jump in. Hey, Bray, where can you find us? Oh. Oh, you can find us on all the socials, so Facebook, um, Instagram, and sometimes Twitter, but probably not. Don't probably go to Twitter. (laughs) Um, So just basically search for Sandemus School of Film, or you can catch us on email at sandemusfilm at gmail.com. Boom. Boom. Correct. Nailed it. Listener request. Listener request. I got a listener request. I'm so excited. From Laura Elliott. Uh, that name we've had uh, requests like from Laura before. Yeah, I feel like that's a familiar name. We have. Yeah. She requested. Oh god, it was very early on from memory. Was, anyway, remember. continue. Anyway, going around again. Uh, she's requested Galaxy Quest. Oh, whoa, yeah. cool. You seen Galaxy Quest? Ah, uh, yeah. I haven't seen it. This is the. Tim Tim been, I've been, been meaning to watch time. this. All right, good, yeah. good. I hear Al good things. Al loves this movie. Tim Allen and um, keeps people in it. Tim Allen. Uh, Sigourney Weaver, Sigourney Weaver, Alan yeah. Rickman's in it, yeah. Sam Rockwell's in it, Alan Rickman, uh, uh, Tony Schlub is in it, Schlubo, Schlub. yeah, great name. Um, uh, what's Ben Stiller's partner? No, not her. Um, someone from those movies. Awesome. A lady who plays the the dodgeball, the Russian dodgeball. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. yep, She's yep, in it. yep. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, Tim All Allen. Right. Have we done any film with Tim Allen? Justin Long is in this. Justin Long. I'm not a fan of Justin. Not a fan. I think the only other movie that I can think of that Tim Allen has been in is the Santa Claus. Toy Stories. Yeah, Toy Stories. Buzz Lightyear. Tim Allen. (laughs) Tool time. Oh my god, it is too. Back to jail for me. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. All right. How about that? I did not. How about that? Make that. So yeah. 
Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. May even be not. No, it was later. That was 2000 something. Yeah, righto. Awesome. Fantastic. Oh, well, well, that was great. Thank you, everyone. (laughs) Um, uh, That went okay. Nostalgia. That went okay. Yep. Um, (laughs) Yeah, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next episode for Galaxy Quest. Be excellent to your ears and potty on dudes. (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha